0: Testing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You have found Spearfish City Limits, the Spearfish City Limits Project. It's being affectionately called now. By moi. Mostly by me. We broadcast this thing from the corner of Canyon and Jackson in Spear for South Dakota. If you'd like to contribute to the program, to the Transmission, go to com right now. At the top right-hand corner, well, it's not right at the... You've got to go to the right-hand, maybe scroll down a little bit. I'm bad at asking for money, but there's a tip jar there. Or if you want to send us a check or money order or put some cash in an envelope, I suppose, of course, the cash, you might have to do that twice for it to get here, Unfortunately. Maybe wrap it in some tinfoil or something that you can't see through. Send that to 239 West Jackson Boulevard, Spearfish, South Dakota, 57783. Send that to me, John Dale. If you get some value out of this, please do return that if you are able. This ain't free. It's not super expensive the way that we run our operation here. So every dollar you put into this supports... All of the operations we do. We run a school. So if you're interested in helping out a homeschool family, great. If you like what you see and hear here. We have several small businesses we're running out of here. They're all startups. So they do require some investment capital. You could contribute to that. Or if you just like this program and you get value out of it and you want to ensure that it continues. And we'll be able to do this and run through this course drop a tip in the jar. Thank you so much. My name is John Dale, host of the Spear for City Limits Project, a production of PlainsTribune.com. We've been around now, I guess, what, 2014-ish is when we got going and put a name on it, registered domains. Finally got SpearForCityLimits.com. Somebody squatted on that domain. Right after we started the project, they registered SpearForCityLimits.com, and I finally this year got that domain after they probably paid something like $100 (laughs) over the years (laughs) to uh, prevent us from using the domain that was the brand of our show. But I eventually got it, so got that going for me, which is nice. This is a special feature here. I wanted to make sure this information got out into the hands of the people who could appreciate it and use it. That would be our legislators, cannabis prohibitionists, and so forth. Does marijuana cause psychosis? But first, I want to tell a story. I don't know if you're one of these people that uses makeup or not, but it it's always kind of struck me as weird. Maybe that's because of the Seventh-day Adventist upbringing. I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist or a Christian. I like to say I outgrew those religions, But obviously, some of those values are inescapable for me. One of the values of some of your more hardcore Seventh-day Adventists is you don't wear makeup. I'm not sure why that is. If they just think it's unhealthy for the skin. If they don't like that you're changing who you are outwardly. Maybe they're just afraid of clowns. I don't know. But it always strikes me as weird that women and men put paint on their faces literally take time out of their day like every day some people to put the paint on their face and do a meticulous job and to then take it off at the end of the day and to leave it on there and then through sweat through inclement weather just to always paint the face Set aside the fact that we seem to be living in a clown world now. Maybe now is just like that little bumblebee and the Blind Melon video. Maybe this is the time, right? You've hit your stride. You've arrived. Oh, God. So I've always encouraged my wife to let her natural beauty shine through. She has a lot of natural beauty. I wouldn't want that to be covered up with this strange ritual of face painting it's just it's weird to me okay like just to kind of taking a step back not being indoctrinated into the face paint culture even people like at universities who put the little logo of their college like the cheerleaders on their cheek even that kind of is like turning your face into a billboard it's kind of like the guys who tattoo stuff on their face it just it it's always struck me as bizarre So I have this friend who is really into makeup. And, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Some days it's kind of like over the top and like you got blues and this weird reddish brown stuff on there. Other days it's a little more subtle, but it's always there and she just uses a lot of base on there and just kind of, you never know what her skin is like under there. And the other day she came over and she had just done a real job. I mean, obviously spent a lot of time with it. And I figured I would be helpful. I'd try to be helpful and nice, you know, and give her a little feedback. And I said, you know, hey, I think you've drawn your eyebrows on like way too high. And she just sat there and looked at me surprised. Moving right along. So does marijuana cause psychosis? Let's get into this issue because right now in South Dakota, you hear all of the folks, kind of the usual suspects, going around saying marijuana psychosis. We're seeing people admitted into the hospitals and they've got marijuana metabolites in their system. You could blame just about anything on marijuana because it can stay in your system for like 30 days. So if you smoke marijuana heavily over a weekend, that may be... detectable in your body 30 days later, and it's in your hair too, even longer than that. They can detect that you've used cannabis. Think of all the money that's gone into the ability to detect marijuana. What a waste that is, in my opinion. But if you go crazy because you do too much meth, that gets out of your system in three days. If you do a bunch of meth, smoke a joint, go crazy, and it's the meth, and then they test your urine or your blood, and find marijuana metabolites, they're going to misattribute the craziness and the psychosis to marijuana. And this, in my opinion, is what's happening. After a survey of the actual evidence, a lot of personal experience, I think the real problem with marijuana is not the marijuana itself. It's that it's prohibited. And the people that have thrown people in jail and ruined their lives have a hard time saying sorry. That to me seems like the core of the issue because the stuff that's being said about cannabis is just not true in my experience. And so let's get, let's kind of step back from the issue. And I'm going to try to share my vision of this issue with you so that we don't make a terrible mistake or continue making a terrible mistake of ruining people's lives over marijuana, cannabis. Because we are. We're hurting a lot of people through this prohibition and wasting a lot of money. My God, are we wasting a lot of money on this. So I'm looking at an article right now from citizens.news. The URL is at the description. If you go to plainstribune.com and pull this up, does marijuana cause psychosis? You'll see that I've included all of the show notes from this. I've included the full text of the article. This is in the public interest this particular discussion in an election year when we're seeing once again cannabis on the ballot in South Dakota. And I think in every year until it's completely deregulated, we're going to see cannabis action on our ballots, but I could be wrong. What a waste of time. This is constantly machinating over this issue. Every single legislative cycle, every single election cycle, fighting about this issue where there is a clear, correct thing to do, and that is to completely deregulate it. The psychosis comes from marginalization and trauma and other things. Very rarely can one substance cause someone to go crazy. But we're going to discuss one such substance that is an actual thing maybe we should be looking at, but we're not. We're too busy trying to prevent marijuana entrepreneurs getting their money back. Marijuana entrepreneurs are seeking freedom of expression, generally conservative people and constitutional in my experience, when pressed. But your prohibition is pushing good conservative cannabis advocates into the liberal camp where they're kind of hiding out. Let's stop doing that, okay? Prescription Drug-Induced Mass Shootings and the Elephant in the Room is the title of this article from Monday, August twenty second, 2022 by S.D. Wells from Citizens.News. A mass shooting, according to the FBI, happens when four or more humans are killed during a single incident, not including the shooter. Nearly every single mass shooting incident has two things in common. The shooter is taking psychotropic SSRI medications. SSRI stands for Selective Serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And the Democrats, quote unquote, in this article, immediately blame the guns used instead of the prescription drugs. SSRIs, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, cause and exacerbate feelings of suicide and homicide for patients who take them. It's in the warnings. But we don't really speak about this. Why? Because Big Pharma is putting money into... These programs into mainstream media that's advertising them, into the doctors and the nurses who are prescribing them. Now, I want to give you a word of caution. This is Mike Adams from Natural News. He's really bad about pointing a knurled finger at the Democrats and the Democrats this. So if you go read this full text of the article, you'll see that bias in there objectively, he's got a bias. And I don't like the way he writes a lot of times. And some of the information that he publishes is categorically false. Like uh, information he he published regarding the clots coming from the shots and how they interact with different substances. Like he put, I think it was some kind of acid in with the clots, and then there was a reaction. Well, turns out the alcohol that he was storing the clots in has that reaction with the acid that he added. And it was a really straightforward scientific fumble, in my view, and he didn't get that. And so he published it anyway. But he's actually right on this particular issue. And so I try not to shoot the messenger categorically. And when somebody, regardless of where they're from, whether they're extreme right or extreme left or moderate or even from another culture or country. If they're right about something, they're right about something. If Alex Jones says 2 plus 2 equals 4, he's right about it. If Joe Biden says 2 plus 2 equals 4, he's right about it. And so take that with a grain of salt. I'm going to go ahead and pull selectively from this article. I'm not going to read the anti-Democrat propaganda because we all know there's a uniparty in the United States and being funneled into one party or another and told that you're supposed to hate everybody in the other party is categorically stupid, in my opinion. But on this particular issue, I've posted the entire text of the article, and I want to make sure that I get that disclaimer out there. The majority of the mass murderers are people who are not mentally stable, who also tend to play a lot of ultra-violent video games. And they are taking these mind-altering drugs for depression and anxiety and ADHD. So basically, Adderall is very similar to meth. And when you add meth to, or a meth derivative or a meth-like substance like Adderall to a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, you may get some bad results. Now, consider these mRNA vaccine experiments. Add those to the whole thing. And you can really see how cannabis is not the problem to me. Cannabis is not the problem. If cannabis is the only thing in their bloodstream, not the clot shots, not the SSRIs, and not the meth, and not the cocaine, and not the LSD, and even psilocybin, sorry for the people out there who view psilocybin as the same as cannabis and cannabis metabolites. That's for another show for another day. I'm not trying to demonize magic mushrooms here. But what I'm saying is, when it's added to that concoction, it can detach a person from reality, and maybe they think they're playing a video game when they walk out to do this stuff. And then think about, what if you blast them with a 5G beam? What's that going to do? Look at some of the research about wireless mind control technologies. Just... Allow yourself to be intellectually honest and evaluate those circumstances. And you may think like I do. Cannabis is not the problem here. Teens, young adults with mental illnesses, anxiety, and depression should be counseled properly, not drugged up with experimental concoctions, Mike Adams says. I agree with that. It makes them violent. It makes them crazy. It makes them detached from reality. Do we need prescription prescription drug control, not gun control? Do we need uh, cannabis deregulation to turn these kids from potential psychotic killers into farmers? Depression on its own rarely results in violence. Without the prescriptions, it rarely results in violence. And nearly every one of these mass shooters seems to be on SSRIs of one kind or another. What the hell is going on? So... Dial it back to 1987 and Prozac, the first quote unquote mass shooter SSRI prescription drug made for enhancing depression and anxiety, according to Mike Adams. Does the name Joseph West Becker ring a bell? He was on Eli Lilly's Prozac, which had just been put to market two years earlier in 1987, and he shot 20 co workers, killing nine of them. He had only been taking Prozac for one month. In 30 days, he became an aggressive, homicidal maniac, supercharged to kill people thanks to his newly prescribed medication. His gun didn't drive him insane. Cannabis didn't drive him insane. He wasn't turned into a psychotic by smoking a joint. Anybody who knows just laughs uncomfortably at that assertion that a joint could cause someone to go psychotic. It's ridiculous. Cannabis, pure organic cannabis, a heritage variety, I don't care how much THC is in it, does not cause a psychosis, in my opinion. We need to look at this more carefully. Detecting the cannabis metabolites in the system doesn't necessarily mean the cannabis caused that, given other circumstances can result in that, including marginalization. People can go crazy and get violent from not being allowed acceptance into their peer groups. This, and, you know, A colleague, an associate of mine, said, oh, wah, 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 your feelings, right? Your feelings, right? Yes, those feelings can cause someone to short circuit. They're not justified in doing it. That's not what I'm claiming. And we need to separate that if you're understanding the issue correctly. If someone is marginalized, they don't have the right to become a mass shooter, granted. But the proximate cause is that marginalization. It's not cannabis, in my view. For the following two decades, SSRI used skyrocketed in the United States by 500%. It wasn't because young male adults were finding stockpiles of automatic weapons lying around everywhere in gun-free zones in America that we started seeing these mass shootings. How can America ignore the elephant in the room for nearly every mass shooting that's taken place over the last 35 years. Meanwhile, Big Pharma continues to run advertising on every major mainstream network about how you or your teenager should ask your doctor about the latest, greatest prescription drug for creating mass shooters, who often kill themselves after killing people in the classroom, theater, or office antidepressant drugs that cause psychiatric disturbances account for one-third of all cases of violence against others. Even smoking cessation drugs, Shantix and Zyban cause these horrific side effects. What the hell is going on? It's not the cannabis that's causing the psychosis. Go wage your, uh, your holy war on SSRIs, prohibitionists. Leave the cannabis alone. Quit it. There was an article that came out in the Epoch Times years ago now that is oftentimes held up as like the definitive proof that cannabis causes psychosis. And they interviewed police officers and they interviewed nurses and trauma nurses and trauma doctors down in Colorado where they have, it's called the weed mecca, the cannabis mecca. Anybody who knows this region also knows that meth is flowing freely, bro. And LSD is flowing freely down there. And I assume SSRIs as well. Colorado's a different place than it was in 1962. And it, you have to th- consider these proximate causes. One honest person would need to consider these proximate causes as well. And so the trauma nurses are testifying, yes, we found cannabis metabolites. Well, what about the PCP? What about the meth? What about the LSD? What about the cocaine? What about the alcohol? Alcohol is not detectable in your system after a fairly short period of time. They even admitted in this Epoch Times article, which was disastrously wrong, and is going to send us in the wrong direction. It's a red herring. It's a straw man. If we go after cannabis and successfully prohibit it everywhere, we're still going to have the problems. Maybe they will be even worse. They even testified in the article that, well, yes, we also did find meth. And it's like the article still has this tone and timbre like cannabis is the problem. It's, it's really terrible journalism. Really dangerous writing. So does marijuana cause psychosis? Come on, man. Seriously? Give me a break. we got to grow up on this issue. South Dakota, you've done a great job so far. The medical program is okay, but we really need to stop going through these endless cycles and fighting about something where it's pretty clear what the answer is. You can disempower the black market by deregulating. You don't create a medical program and then create a marijuana Gestapo that's run by the black market if you want to disempower the black market. You have to deregulate it and allow people to grow it at home. And then there's a couple good businesses in South Dakota who understand this and they're making a bet that home cultivation is the way to go. You guys get it. And I appreciate you and love you. My name is John Dale. Getting into these issues, if you appreciated this analysis, please, please drop a tip in the tip jar. We could really use your help. Right now would be very timely, let me tell you. Go to Planestrubu.com, click the tip jar, PayPal. If you would rather send us a check or money order, you can send those to 239 West Jackson Boulevard, Spear for South Dakota, 57783. Send it to me, John Dale. Follow up with an email and let me know you sent it so we can keep an eye out for that. Info at PlanesTribune.com. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back around the bend with more great content soon. Have a great day. One of the most notable effects that marijuana has on my consciousness is I really want to organize and work hard, explore morality, and use my head and use my brain. It makes me really want to think things through. There are some people who don't like it when I think things through. fact i may or may not have been on using marijuana and cannabis when i was recording this song if i could operate hypothetically the drums and the guitar like that but not a car i'm not sure that's adding up we need to really look into this and experiment with it but we can't can we we can't even do the research because it's a schedule one absurd our country's been taken over